the real world. <laughs> What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Yeah, they're also staring at me. No, I won't let you do just one appendectomy. But I'm a man. But not a doctor. Can I talk to a doctor? You are talking to a doctor. Now, if there's something audiences love, it's Barbie and feminism. <laughs> Am I right? Just like those two things equally. So, so a movie combining both of them, that just, that's a recipe for box office success. Don't you think? That train of thought, I'm assuming, is what must have been running through the minds of the team behind the recently released Barbie movie. Now, as someone who grew up in the 90s, I loved Barbie. I had who knows how many different ones, and Barbie was a large part of my childhood. And so with that said, despite my usual skepticism toward Hollywood, I was excited. Hey, I, I can't help myself. I am ultimately still a product of my environment, and my environment growing up was Barbie. I mean, obviously, we talk a lot about it on this show. Hollywood doesn't have the best track record lately. But right here from Bounding Into Comics, when I heard that Amy Schumer was initially attached to the project as Barbie, but then dropped out because it, quote, was not feminist enough, my hopes were actually raised a little bit. Amy Schumer thinking a movie is not feminist enough in my books, that is just like, that is a seal of approval. And that optimism was kind of reinforced in my mind when the promotional material for Barbie started rolling out. We started seeing posters and trailers, and none of it had the usual feminist girl bossing that studios often often like to include that signals a woke movie. It just seemed like a trailer for a regular movie, a comedy, a good time even. So I was like, yes, let's get hyped. I'm totally going to go see this. But then here's the problem. Then the cast started opening their mouths because you see, despite the initial script not receiving the approval of Amy Schumer's level of feminism and all of the marketing material being, I don't know, very just milk toast and apolitical, Kate McKinnon, noted female comedian, which is different than a regular comedian nowadays, she starts in the movie and while doing press to promote the film, she actually had a lot to say about how the film actually was super duper woke. As John Trent, who has done a lot of great work reporting on this film for Bounding Into Comics, explains, actress Kate McKinnon, who stars in the upcoming Barbie movie, recently explained the film is about how gender roles deny people half their humanity. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but for me, uh, just red flags everywhere. Number one, the idea that gender roles deny people half their humanity, that is the most absurd thing I've ever heard, which is saying something. Gender roles don't deny people their humanity, even if you don't fit into a gender role, trust me, we are open enough as a society where your humanity will not be denied simply because you're a girl who likes to, I don't know, wear jeans. And the second thing that bothers me about this statement is even if I agree to it in some alternate world, why, why is the discussion of gender roles happening in my Barbie movie? That is not why I'm going to go see a Barbie movie to get some feminist lecture. I just want to see Barbie, honestly, wearing different outfits and looking cute. Okay, maybe driving around in a pink convertible. Is that too much to ask? That's all the people want. Give the people what they want. And by the way, in case anyone out there is being more charitable than Hollywood deserves, thinking, well, maybe it's just Kate McKinnon going off and saying crazy things. No, uh, the rest of the cast have been sounding their mouths off as well well. If you're not aware, the star of the film, the woman who plays Barbie, is the actress Margot Robbie, who is, I guess, uh, a renowned feminist in her own right. She plays Harley Quinn in the DC film universe, and she was actually so influential in her feminist activism that she managed to convince the studio to give Harley Quinn her own movie 
basically entirely comprised of female characters. That movie, by the way, is Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I, the title was stupid, but anyway, it didn't do well at the box office, but for some reason, Margot Robbie, I guess, is pretty enough where Hollywood is like, yeah, sure, Margot, keep pushing your politics on viewers. It'll be great. Well, anyway, in this specific interview, Robbie kind of alluded to the fact that, hey, maybe Barbie was problematic by saying, it's not just that the movie is unexpected. I think it's like Greta, the director, kind of pushes it in directions that I don't think they would let us go in. And I think a big part of that was acknowledging the things that people find problematic about Barbie, as well as the things that people love about Barbie. What could possibly be problematic about Barbie's history, aside from the fact that, I, I don't know, she used to be feminine? And of course, no feminist virtue signaling party could be complete without simultaneously putting down men, uh, specifically in this case, the character of Ken, Barbie's girlfriend. As another cast member, Issa Rae, said in this same interview, I think Ken for me is just kind of there. I think a Ken is just a great accessory. That's what I love about Greta's imagining of Barbie is that the Kens are just supplemental characters to these Barbies. While Barbies can do everything, Kens are there to kind of support and don't necessarily have their own story. And she added, I think it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's incredibly strong for men to be in supportive roles and to support the greatness that is women slash Barbie. Yeah, I love it when male characters are just poorly written and two-dimensional. That's just, that's the backbone of a great movie, obviously. And believe it or not, there are actually more warning signs about this movie, more indicators that say you should not go see it. And before we get into those, I do want to say a big thank you to today's sponsor, Bonner Private Wines. Let me tell you about the amazing Extreme Altitude Wines from Bonner Private Wine Partnership, especially their spectacular 9,000-foot Malbec. It's grilling season, and their wine flavors go great with any meat you're going to have. They're unlike any wine you've ever tasted. Blackberry, leather, smoke, and a little dark cherry. These wines are almost impossible to get on your own. The producers deep in the Andes Mountains make a very limited quantity, but today I have an amazing offer for you. If you visit bonnerprivatewines.com slash Lauren, you'll not only get wine for over 50% off plus free shipping, you'll also get a bonus bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. That's four bottles for the price of three, which is a hard deal to turn down if you're a wine lover or if you know a wine lover, because this would make an amazing gift. Just visit bonnerprivatewines.com slash Lauren to claim your bonus bottle and become part of America's most unique wine club. That's bonnerprivatewines.com slash Lauren to get your wine today. Continuing on the trend of cast members running their mouths about how progressive and woke Barbie is, we have this from Simu Liu. And this really is unbelievable. I mean, this guy is not just throwing out woke dog whistles. He's going into a full-on critical theory essay trying to promote this film. It says, Barbie star Simulio says film puts the final nail in the coffin of that very heteronormative idea of what gender is. Like, bruh, I don't know how much of an echo chamber you are in, how detached from the rest of society you are, but believe it or not, saying stuff like this, not a good way to promote your movie. People just want to go to the movie and laugh, have a good time, see some pink aesthetics. We are not going to go pay to see a movie where Hollywood weirdos lecture us about their fringe elitist political views. I mean, here's an excerpt where he was just really pulling out all the virtue signaling stops. I mean, I didn't really have a relationship with Barbie in the past. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like I grew up in, you know, with in, in, a, in a society where like traditional gender norms were like pretty heavily enforced and were pretty prevalent. And so, you know, I think we, maybe me, maybe you were, were taught from a very young age, like boys, boys don't play with that. Boys don't wear pink. 
boys don't, you know, colors became gendered, toys became gendered. It was all of these rules that were imposed on us. And so Barbie was always like, oh, that was not my toy. That's like on the other team, you know? And, um, and I'm so glad this movie exists because I really think it just puts that final nail in the coffin of this idea of like, of, of that just like very heteronormative idea of like what gender is and what is or is not gendered. How can you make, how can you make a color gendered, you know? Look, if Simulio wants to have a journey where he explores his childhood and unpacks his gender and sexuality, fine, go for it. Have a great time. But that's personally not what I'm looking for when I go see a Barbie movie. And if all this wasn't enough, it's not just the boys versus girls gender dynamic that this movie for some reason tries to tackle. There's actually transgender messaging as well. That's right. Trans Barbies? Apparently they're a thing now. You see, as this next article very bluntly explains, I'm loving bounding into comics reporting here, guys. Actor Harry Neff, a man who pretends to be a woman and who mockingly plays Dr. Barbie, recently explained how the upcoming Barbie film is trying to normalize transgenderism. Speaking without, Neff said, I think as a trans girl, it's easy to get caught up in big dreams of what you'll become. And it's inevitable you'll get struck down by external messages and obstacles of what you'll never be and what you won't be able to do. You're caught constantly between striving for perfection and recoiling from rejection. It's hard. And the actor went on to say, I'm excited to tell stories about trans people that aren't merely redemptive, that aren't rooted in transition or discovery. I'm excited for trans a-holes on screen. I'm excited for trans anti-heroes on screen. I'm excited for trans scammers on screen. There's a lot of things we haven't actually seen yet. I'm hoping that I can be a part of that and bring the girls, the boys, and everyone else with me. If they make it first, I hope they'll bring me. Not only is this movie pushing third wave feminist nonsense, but apparently it's also part of the push to normalize transgenderism as you saw from this actor saying himself. So my advice, by the way, as a parent is if you feel like you must go see this movie for one reason or another, I probably will go see it just to hate review it, then please do not bring your child because it seems like mm, there's, there's a lot more of a political push than you might be expecting from a Barbie movie. Again, this is this is a Barbie movie. And now for their part, the studio, or at least the marketing arm of the studio, knowing that Get Woke, Go Broke is absolutely true, they've still been trying their darndest to say to audiences, hang on, no second propaganda, feminist woke, no, none of that is here. Specifically, a Mattel executive has been adamant that Barbie is not a feminist movie. And I appreciate that this guy is probably just trying to save their bottom line the best they can. But I mean, I'm literally, the director has gone on record saying explicitly in regard to the Barbie movie, well, it most certainly is a feminist film. And if you needed more proof this film is gonna be woke as all hell, we also have critics agreeing that, yeah, this is so amazingly feminist. In fact, the film is so feminist, it's been declared a master's thesis on feminism and a feminist feminist fantasia. Oh, and by the way, apparently there's also commentary on capitalism thrown in there for good measure. I'm not going to lie. I've been called a hater by some people before because in their minds, I'm too sensitive about woke stuff in films. Like, oh, just get over it. Enjoy the film. It's like, I would love to. I would love to be the type of person who could just sit through two hours of a modern day movie and walk away being happy. But that's kind of hard at this point. And I don't think the problem is me and other audience members being too sensitive about the policy 
politics. I think it's the insistence of Hollywood of always having politics in their entertainment. And obviously Greta Gerwig should be free to make a feminist film. Simu Liu should be free to play around with wearing pink and explore how that makes him feel. But that doesn't mean that we have to like it, that we can't criticize them for it. And that certainly doesn't mean that Hollywood is entitled to our money. And for anyone watching this video, I would love to know, are you going to go see the Barbie movie? And has what the cast said about the film being feminist, has it affected your likelihood to actually pay to see this? Let me know down below. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.